This is a Gospel Well podcast. It's a great name for a podcast. Well, gospel no, well. for this first episode okay. for people who maybe not even thought about right. taking this course. Right. You've never heard of anything like this. Yes. Or maybe you've gone through discipleship before yes. of some sort or another. But yes. Like what? Sort. What kind of discipleship? Yes. Could this be? Right. Should we start? We are. And we, we have to have a co- cool uh, music intro. I thought this was the cool. <laughs> <laughs> What, when, Inc. where, why, how? Who should this be for? Who do you think it should be for? Uh, any regular. Don't you think it would be anyone who wants to come? Yeah. Yeah, it could be a high school student. Right. Someone asked the question, can it be an elementary school student? It's a little too young. Yeah. Probably. If, let's say, a little kid came walking in, would you boot them out? We would give them candy <laughs> and like, hey, <laughs> we'll see you in a few years. <laughs> um. But high schoolers, high school. <laughs> it's for those people <laughs> yeah. who've had discipleship even before. Yes. So yeah. anyone really. Yeah. What? This is a big question. What is gospel well? It is a season of intentional discipleship. Why the word intentional? Everything that the church does is what I would call general discipleship: it's preaching the gospel on Sundays worship accountability or community during the week mm-hmm. the lord's supper even retreat as part mm-hmm. of the christian education or discipleship mm-hmm. counseling one another uh, all that is part of discipleship here intentional discipleship is setting aside a season for intentionally growing in this gospel gospel as foundational as well as it's also a little intensive uh, something that we wouldn't do normally throughout our lives but a set season i think you did it uh, a good job of describing exactly what i would imagine it being it is a set season there's an intentionality about it you're very specific um It's an opportunity for people who perhaps uh, have been walking with the Lord for a long time, but haven't had someone really invest in their life uh, specifically. And so I think this will have opportunities for that. For those who've never gone through discipleship. Like an intentional discipleship. Intentional, like one-on-one or one small small group. group, Mm -hmm. And it's not small groups either, right? right? Would you say? Maybe that's a good question. What is the difference between going to a gospel community versus going to gospel well and and in our church in wellspring gospel community is sort of a relatively speaking a classic small group context within a local church but what's the difference between the two gospel well and going to gospel community and should you do both i think you should do both but i think this gospel well the way that we're picturing it is an intentional intensive time of thinking learning growing in the gospel and then that should fold you into greater deeper working out of Mm -hmm. your faith in jesus in gospel community Mm -hmm. Uh, but in gospel community the basic foundational essential truths of the gospel will not be explained i think that that's uh um a distinctive difference you're in small group gospel community there's men and women um, who are working out life together um, but it's it's not as uh, 
geared towards with a very specific goal of uh, understanding it is about understanding the gospel but it's I, I think you'll find gospel well to be a lot more systematized in the process by which you understand and grow in the gospel uh, than gospel community which tends to be more org organic based on the messages fellowship there's also a lot less maybe preparation pre-preparation for gospel community than there would be for gospel well gospel well has uh, multiple touch points, you might say, of trying to get one to grow in the gospel through scripture memory, homework, prayer, intentional prayer over this time, and then others who are as well going through this time. For those who've never thought about discipleship or they have a kind of a hokey impression of discipleship, mm -hmm. which, you know, when I was whatever, 16, 17, when I heard discipleship, I didn't really have a positive view mm -hmm. of what it is. For the person who who's never thought about or never experienced or had a bad impression of what discipleship is, what would you say? I think that tends to be when the emphasis on the discipler than the one whom we are being discipled towards. So those who have had a negative understanding of discipleship I think tends to be on the idea of oh I was discipled by so and so you know so it's sort of the first Corinthians one mentality of uh, I was Peter I'm from Peter I'm from Paul I'm from Apollos and that's how I grew up actually in college it was always who are you discipled by discipled by X person rather than discipled towards Jesus and the person who I'm interacting with, they are but a means, and that's all they are. They're not the end goal. And, um, and so I think because we're doing this as a team, and there's no individual person who is uh, essentially leading this whole thing, it really, I think you'll see, you're not going to be discipled by Fuji or Sam or Michael or Thomas. You're being discipled to Christ and that takes away that sense of um, sectarianism that I think that often comes with discipleship or negative connotations of discipleship. Yeah, I think that's huge for me. Uh, you know, now growing in the gospel, we have to disciple people. But the thing is, I'm far less interested in making a replicate of me mm -hmm. or having uh, little following me. Right, right. Who will talk and and walk and just like do everything that you do <laughs> to see all my flaws walking around. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I think that I'm so much more comfortable now. Like I just wanted to disciple them in the gospel, mm -hmm. growing in the gospel, and them having this genuine, deeper affection of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, when Tuesday night, seven to nine thirty, we we begin with a little bit of decaf. Decaf coffee dessert. or calf yeah. or half calf right, for those of you who aren't affected by caffeine at night Tea. right dessert Desserts. 710 we begin with a teaching mm -hmm. by one of one of the elders one of the elders yeah and then uh, after that Q&A and then after that small group and maybe you could talk a little bit about those small groups and uh, what the what the um, objective or goal of those small groups is right all participants will be broken up into the four small groups led by one of the elders for this time. In the small groups, there will be a 
sharing of life through like how's your week been homework mm-hmm. or it's pre-work mm-hmm. pre-work uh, homework as preparation for the session to come up mm-hmm. uh, so readings uh, we actually begin with scripture memory or uh, we ended it with scripture oh memory. you so ended it with it yes readings reflections mm-hmm. discussion of the presentation mm-hmm. that you just heard mm-hmm and that all the pre-work was leading you to that mm-hmm. teaching. We're going to break up into one-on-ones, right? Single-gendered, pretty small, like smaller, small yeah. groups, depending on how many people show up on the first night. So if it's, say, 50 people, maybe it won't be one-on-one. Maybe it could, could still be. Right. But we do want to make it even smaller because we recognize, and I think we talked about this, that there are different levels or ways discipleship happens. One is in a large group context, in a small group context, and then the one-on-ones are pretty important too, mm-hmm. right? And pro- how you process information and reflect on it definitely differs in each of those categories of right. how you're meeting. Right. Your sense of vulnerability, mm-hmm. your sense of connection, your mm-hmm. sense of empathy, as well mm-hmm. as, you know, how I think one of the keys is how we're trying to help processing of these truths on a more and more personal mm-hmm. basis. Here teaching, it can go in one year out the other, mm-hmm. or even if it's important teaching, you know, you're not gonna, you need time and context to process it, but also other people to see, well, how are they processing mm-hmm. it? How are they growing in it? How do they respond to the teaching? As well as, you know, the way that you may be growing in it, responding to it, how the Holy Spirit is kind of working the truths into your life is also important for other people to hear. But key, one of the keys with all this is that it's not just a doctrine that you hear because then that's not going to really mm-hmm. help us grow and change. Mm-hmm. And even throughout the week, uh, if people have questions, concerns, you know, or the Holy Spirit is stirring up their hearts with these truths of the gospel, connect with your small group leader and iron it out talk air it out talk it through regarding when it's in march april may it's tuesday nights it's essentially for about three months Uh, the schedule will be posted as well we wanted to make accommodations for those perhaps who like let's say you can out of those 11 weeks you can only make nine of them but we are going to zoom them both the small groups and the large group and you're totally welcome to zoom in on those but you we do ask that you in in essence attend every session by zoom by uh, but making every effort to come in person as well as if you say are a mom or dad of really young children you want to do this but you feel like it'll be very very difficult and you couldn't even imagine doing it in the next few years well this accommodation is for you as well as that we will be zooming or broadcasting actually every single session and then you can zoom in on the um, so the the talks will be broadcast we could YouTube it and we'll send you a link for that but then the uh, small groups we would still ask you to be involved in the small groups but each leader would zoom you in essentially so there would be multi- if if there's multiple participants if you're traveling uh, for a vacation or uh, for work, then you know we recognize that there are those instances. If you're sick and but you still want to make it, you can do that. So, the Zoom option is really a secondary option. It's not primary, so it's not something that you would say, "Oh, 
I just want to zoom in the whole time. We wouldn't allow that, but we definitely see that there are instances in life that happens that realizing zoom is a decent tool for that. Yeah, we want the interaction and relationships, life on life, as some people say. I think that's also a critical piece in discipleship. Mm -hmm. These people loving on people, caring about are the people who are participating, are they growing? Mm -hmm. Do they get it? If they don't, then hey, let's work this out. Mm -hmm. Um, If they have questions, let's work it out. Also, that happens more Mm -hmm. face-to-face. Another thing is that the cost, uh, there's obviously no cost. We're not asking to pay for something, but there is a cost to discipleship. And I do think that if you read the gospels and hear what Jesus has to say about following Jesus, there's always a cost. So there is a cost. And that's why uh, coming sometimes and fighting through traffic or uh, when you're tired, you have work the next day, that's sort of the cost of discipleship. But the fruit and benefit far outweighs the cost. And that's what we really want to say to you is that while it might be Tuesday night, the next day is a work night, you've had a really long day. There might be times you're not feeling so great. There might be times where you've had a really rough day at, at home with the kids and, and you just don't feel like coming. The cost of discipleship is how do you follow Christ even when you don't feel like following Christ. And the faith is that when you know that following him is far outweighs any cost, the joys and the freedoms and the freedom from burdens and the lifting of burdens that come whenever you come to such times, it will far outweigh the benefit, uh, the cost. So is there a cost? To discipleship, there is a cost. But again, we receive so many more blessings than we do any cost that we pay. So I hope you do, uh, don't find any burden or a cost too insurmountable that you think, oh, this, I can't do this. It's too inconvenient, too busy. I'm, my life is too challenging, but rather come. So here's the content. You know, for the last, seems like a year, We've been discussing among the elders Mm -hmm. plus me, what are the elements, the essential elements of discipleship driven by the gospel? Went through at least two work days or (laughs) retreats, Mm -hmm. working that out. What are the ones that we want to build into gospel well? Here's the the content. You're asking me to do this off the top of my head, (laughs) and I don't have a sheet of paper in front of me. So these topics are, um, they're generally aligned with what we think of as somewhat of a flyover of the gospel itself. So holiness and sin, uh, orphans and sons. Um, Fuji will give on the first week that flyover, that overview of the gospel. And then we're sort of drilling down into these things, the great exchange. Uh, You know, when we were thinking about it comparatively to other gospel discipleships and Fuji wrote a whole uh, doctor of ministry on this topic his dissertation and studying and comparing different um, discipleship programs what have you found that in relative to those that how we are you know how are we structuring ours relative personal time with the Lord often aka and I think it's a misnomer 
QT, quiet time, devotions. I mean, while they have elements to those things, but they don't really do that time justice. And so we're calling it personal worship, unlike, and as Fuji, you had mentioned, uh, contrast it to corporate worship, right? It's, it's worship, but one is with the body of believers, the disciplines, um, personal worship. So then the why, why should someone listening to this actually take gospel well? I'm going to turn that question back to you. What's the simple answer? Jesus. <laughs> That's the answer that uh, every child could give. Um, we want to grow in Christ, you know, and the phrase that another topic we're covering is union with Christ or in Christ, meaning that when Christ died for us and rose again, the Father in heaven, he looks at us not on our own, but as one who is united to Christ, which is why he accepts us, loves us, uh, cares for us, protects us, is because we are in Christ. And that's what we so long for people to experience, you know, that idea of walking with the Lord, being Christ-like, as Jack Miller said, right? And so um, we want a church that is thriving in their pursuit of Christ and and in their knowledge of their identity in him we hear that we hear union with christ everything jesus is done it's just that we still functionally we live as though that it's on me Mm -hmm. it's all based Mm -hmm. on what i do so it's not in christ it's in me believing in myself Mm -hmm. uh, you know trusting in myself that that tendency in all of us we really got to work that out Mm -hmm. Why then is, um, I think it goes back to some of the things that we had mentioned in the very beginning, which is we want to follow Jesus and we are willing to do whatever it takes. And our goal through this time together is to support and equip you to follow Jesus, to walk alongside with him. And so it's going to mean that um, you might be tired Uh, It might require, again, those costs, and you're willing to do it because you know that life is found in him, you know, and and that there's no better way to live than to be in him. So that's why we really commend you to do this. Our hope is that people are, you will take this, um, and then we'll be offering some other classes in the future not gospel well but gospel spring classes which we'll have another podcast about but uh it's different classes and then you might say after that and after this gospel well it might not really click like the idea of what it means to really be united with christ to be a son to be a daughter and to be seen that way and the freedom but and so you might actually um go to another class and some of these themes will be re-emphasized again in other classes and other in maybe gospel communities and sermons and then maybe it'll click then and then maybe you'll say I think I need to go through this again and we want to really encourage you to consider the possibility in the future maybe that might happen for you maybe you want you just were so blessed you want to refresh your course you want to take it with other people maybe you want to be a small group leader one day 
we're also thinking of gospel well as eventually being something that we ask people to serve people who are obviously people who are in leadership um, people who because the more we can get to the framework of understanding why are we singing these songs why are we gathering on Sundays why do we take communion why do we have small groups why do I parent this way why do I handle my money and my resources this way why are we reaching the lost across the street why are we going all the way to the other side of the world the, the answer is gospel well actually it's not gospel well it's the gospel and our desire is to teach that gospel hopefully Lord willing well I'll say this all the time. I'll share this all the time. You know, I grew up in a very solidly theological family, my dad being a pastor and our extended family. And then I went to, I was heavily involved in the church, went through seven years of full-time seminary. But only near the end of that or even after that that I really had a rediscovery of the gospel. So just because you've gone to church mm-hmm even served people I served you even know, been a pastor yeah <laughs> and then even after that I took uh, living for the king discipleship which is a, a kind of we kind of drew f- some things from uh, that approach to gospel driven discipleship and I took it twice just for my own refreshment uh, as a single person I did that and then after we got married Lisa and I we took it together again mm. and if I could I would take it again simply because I need that refresher mm-hmm. and hearing the same thing over and over again mm. is because I continue to forget it you know my yes. heart grows cold Yes, I wish I could have taken something like gospel well sonship living for the king whatever it might be prior to going to seminary I think it would have made a tremendous difference um, it's not that I didn't learn or grow or understand theology or but I I always uh, describe it as um, in seminary when I went I was given a lot of tools or to put it another way is like a puzzle I was given a lot of puzzle pieces all the puzzle pieces well maybe not all but most most good ones but what I never had was what the puzzle picture was supposed to look like the box which shows the picture and so when you try to put those puzzle pieces together without actually knowing what the picture looks like it can get a little sticky literally you're sticking forcing pieces together and thinking I I know all this and you have all the pieces you have all the terminology all the words all the tools but it just doesn't fit and you just keep on going you say all right let me just live this life this way and you never put it together the gospel, what it does, it gives you the puzzle. It gives you the picture. And then all of these things are but pieces that allow us to put that picture together rightly. And uh, gospel well, we pray and hope, will be a means by which, not the means, because there's many, but a means by which, for our church, we give you the pieces and the picture of what this puzzle is to look like and the Lord is the one and in it you see Christ all the more yeah. where where are we going to do this uh, we are going to do this downstairs in the sanctuary will be the main session the teaching once the small groups break up it'll be throughout the whole, whole building from upstairs downstairs wherever the group wants to meet yeah. so if you have any other questions I think Fuji, you'd be a great person to contact, right? And yeah, Fuji Kim at wspring.org. Yeah. Or you could drop by the church and just say hello and drink our coffee. Oh, we want you to register. The registration will be 
coming soon coming soon